Wiener Tour. Wiener Tour of England. I love it. Wiener Tour of England. May. Can't wait. Are you going to take like a hot dog around with you? Yes. Here's my hot dog. Would you like a bite of my wiener? <laughs> Welcome to CouchCast number 43, folks. I am Master Torgo. God, he was taping. Vlog! The famous Paul. <laughs> 80s Jeff. And we're here to talk about Week in Geek. He always catches the worst shit. What? Amazing. You are the worst shit. Yeah, you know, the problem is we're always talking about bad shit. <laughs> oh, the things we say when we're not recording. Today's yeah. CouchCast is brought to you by my wiener tour of England. <laughs> By the way, I am going. Uh, no bullshit. I am going to be uh, pot, uh, blogging from England. Nice, That's great. Uh, every day, possibly. We put times. photos up with it. Yes. Yay! Yay! I'll be interested to I'm see going that. To Scotland, and I'm going to take a whiskey tour. I don't want to see your English picture. Live blog. No, I'm serious. We rented a car already. Okay. A lot of money. A backwards and, car. Yes, <laughs> an automatic because neither of us can drive stick. <laughs> yeah, it's, back, it's in England. They're all you know. he fools that can't drive stick. I swear, dude. I don't. Doesn't occur to me. I need that other hand for in and out burger in my mouth. <laughs> um, we're gonna drive up uh, all the way to up near Inverness, which is like way north as Scotland, and that's where all the whiskey places are. Nice. I'm going on a whiskey tour, and then for the most part, Barry on a whiskey tour, I cannot imagine. However, we are also going to a science fiction convention really? in London. Really? Now, now you know that's all Doctor Who. That's going to be London, crazy. <laughs> London Expo, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do that for a day. We're going to. That's really cool. That's nice. And, and see if we can get some interviews and stuff from there. Uh, you know, if you, you spread the couch show. I was going to say, will you yeah. have a lot of cards by then to hand out? <laughs> yeah. Some so. stuff to put on. Stuff to put on some tables. When um, is this? When are you going? I'm going in May. Nice. Okay. Yeah. We have May, to have May, that. Uh, I'll, I'll get some yeah. stuff. Some and uh, you got to give me stuff. some survivors. Uh, survivor interviews. Some what? All right, there's a TV show on the BBC called Survivors, and it's it's kind of like the 28 days later thing, like post-apocalyptic You're gonna virus to, thing happening. Oh, you know what? I I I and they, they that. A, they're doing and a I full TV series. And I forgot about it, so now I know I have something to watch this weekend. Woohoo! You got to see if you if the IT crowd people are at that geek thing. Yeah, I never really watched. Is what? that, is that show watch still it, going on? I know. I don't know. I, know. I don't think that series is even. Well, I don't know what's so going to be there. Though. I'll have to look it up. Look it up, like London Expo or whatever. And oh, thanks for reminding me. I got to get in for press passes because you know, email press. Giles. I'm sure he can give you all the information. And I want to yeah. email Giles because I want to get an interview with Giles while I'm there. Yes, that'd be awesome. Because Giles Aston's the shit. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And if not, we'll see. And Amelia Tyler offered to take us to some castle somewhere. But there's like a bajillion castles. And I think she's seen the castle. <laughs> yes. Warwick Castle. So I may have to pass on that Warwick one. Warwick Castle? As, as in, in Warwick Davis's castle? Yes. As in it's a very tiny castle that no castle. one can get in? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, t- there's castles like freaking everywhere. I just don't want to see your picture in front of the police box because then I would be insanely jealous and have to kill you when you, you get back You know home. I'm going to Earl's Court I know station. you're going to see it. I just don't want to see the picture. The tube the station. Tube station the final wee- stop on the Wiener Tour of England. <laughs> Led by my wiener. <laughs> What's up? There it is. Let's start with news you don't give a shit about. Yay! Thankfully, I mean, thankfully, there wasn't a whole lot of horrible shit. But That's good. But there's always something. Yes. Yes, always so, something. So here it is. Batman Arkham Asylum. Yes. Sequel. Again. No? No. What? What? Well, there is a sequel, but that's not what I'm talking oh. about. Ido's press release confirmed the expanded version of the game, the Game of the Year edition, which includes four extra challenge maps... And 3D support, so that's the that's game. It? Yeah, that's the game. 3D though. Okay, explain that because I saw. Uh, I think it was uh, Mass Effect 2, which I just beat. Is awesome, by the way. Thank you, Todd. There's 3D support for it, isn't there? 
I didn't go dwell that far, but there are plenty of lenticular ones. I mean, the Avatar game has the lenticular. This is the this is the one. What that's... do you do? You put on three D glasses? Yeah. yeah, yeah, with the red and the green ones, the red and blue, the old school red and blue yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. those are horrible. Yeah, yeah. well, it's well, horrible. The thing is, they're prepping it for the new school that's coming up. TVs prepping that it. are already out. So, the red and blue? Yeah. Well, there's that version, and then there's the, the good new version. version that's coming out with the uh, 120 hertz. LCDs, right? 100, yeah, 120 hertz. Do you need a special uh, monitor for those? Miss special TV, yeah, or you just have to have a TV that's at least 120 uh, hertz. Now, and then special glasses. With this special edition, Game of the Year edition, am I finally going to be able to play as the Joker on my 360? No. Well, ass Why is that still an exclusive? I don't know. What is, there this is, is like, why is news we don't give a shit about. Well, it is. Well, yeah, I don't give a shit about it. I'd give a shit about being able to play as the Joker. Normally, this would be... A, all, other Game of the Year editions are great. Oblivion, uh, Fallout, this one gives well, us four crap Well, it's a great game, maps. but... It's a great game, but, I mean, isn't that like the Insane Night pack that's free? I mean, that sounds like what's, what's in yeah. it, pretty yeah, much. The 3D support. Flarf. Blarg. But it comes with the 3D glasses. Flarn. The crappy one. News you better show- come with a Robin. <laughs> the I next one's it. gonna have Robin in it. Fucking what you knew? What you knew? What knew it. that I like Robin? You wanted to see a little boy in I tights. I wanted to lay an egg. Boy wonder in tights. <laughs> well, if he's in tights, you don't have to wonder. Oh, in little green underwear. <laughs> what little green <laughs> underwear? I knew it. No, just the tights. Move on. Maybe she don't <laughs> give a shit about. <laughs> Except for Paul. Paul actually might give a shit. See? Oh, it's he, man. Later this month. Oh. Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Later this month, it's out. It came out Sunday. Now, already in Japan for about six months. Yeah, it came out. It's out. Oh, okay. It's in the states. It hit the states Sunday. Look how excited he is! I, know. <laughs> I almost well, bought it today. See this over the I almost bought it today. Yeah, that's right. He's Release so date of March and the European. I'm sorry. I'm looking look at the European release of March 26. So yeah, March 14th. Get on 14th top of it, dude. Came out. No. But here's the thing: it comes with the Poke Walker. Yeah. Huh? Which is whack. Huh? What? It's a pedometer. The po- it's a modified pedometer that looks like a Pokeball. Poke Walker comes bundled with Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. The Poke Walker is essentially a pedometer which can communicate with your DS. The idea is that you store one of your Pokemon in the Pokewalker, mm-hmm. and then you carry it with you when you're out and about. Gamers and, don't walk! And the pedometer then measures how far you walk, how many steps you take, and makes your Pokemon proportionally happier and more experienced. They sit on the so couch and drool! It levels up your... Well, I guess you could just you know put it in your hand and shake it. That's it. That's it. Just chicky, 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 chicky. Well, gamers do a lot of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so basically, I'm going to I'm gonna design a ring. I'm going to design a ring for guys to wear that lets <laughs> <laughs> you slip the Pokemon walker into the ring for those special alone times. When <laughs> Watching you do that, when Blair, you're to be that Comedy Central... Uh, uh, the Daily Show, <laughs> John Stewart. <laughs> they were doing the chat roulette. He goes, "Relax, John. I'm just playing Wii Roulette while masturbating." <laughs> <laughs> oh, chat yeah. roulette! Pikachu, we Pikachu. Uh, anyway, um, the reason I was so excited was because Silver is the Pokemon game that I actually beat. Mm-hmm. I logged in like 60 hours back in the day when and it was on Game Boy Color. What? No, no, I just beat it. I got, uh, I got a <laughs> yeah, I got a Lugia. Uh, that was my thing. And, and, uh, <laughs> you the Lugia. the Lugia. Beat it and got a Lugia. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the best. It was the best of the series. And uh, you know, now they've, you know, I'm, I'm kind of waiting because, well. I don't know. I just don't have, I don't have hardly have the patience for it. I Diamond didn't do anything for me. No, I got Paul doesn't have patience for Pearl. a game. The hell you say? I, I don't believe it. But it's but it's a it's a great game. Uh, it's been 
tweaked out. I don't know. It's not as good as it used to be. But I. But it's an exciting. It prospect. used to be good. Silver was a great game. Pokemon's <sighs> still really cool in a lot of ways. They're just they're they're not innovating. They're not taking it to that next level. They're just making it more convoluted. They've got to do a full. Can you imagine the Poke MMO? No. It will own I, the no. earth. Don't Seriously? say that. If you say that, you're going to give people ideas, buddy. For the five when it happens, people in our audience that are out there listening to this that are actually interested in Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, you'd be surprised. We are a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to Pokemon. We yeah. are. The, ten, the, the, the people 10 years younger than us were raised on that stuff. If you are a gamer of, of, of 10 years uh, younger than us, you have played some Pokemon and probably played it to a degree that would frighten everyone sitting at this couch. Dude, I was at the, the yeah, United know, States right. Pokemon launch back you know in 1998, I'm right. and I still don't get that. Now, I didn't get it then. I don't no, get I don't it now. Me, but he's right. <laughs> the popularity. You know, the, the, the boy's right. Barry. The Japanese, no. <laughs> well, they're insane about a lot of things. So yes, that, that yes, they are. Fine, whatever. I, 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 I especially applaud the Japanese for their insanity about like, like anime girls <laughs> printed on big pillows that they hug and marry. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw another. I just saw another guy's room dedicated to that stuff. Now, Todd, uh, back yeah. me, back me on this one. What Barry says, he doesn't get Pokemon. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, here we go. However, <laughs> I shared this tale before. Yes, we've all heard this story. Before. Barry and I were working. I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking crazy. We're you're talking crazy, experience. folks. He's, he's having an, a, 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 a psychotic episode. There was a sale on Pokemon cards. <laughs> okay, and I bought into a, a, a beginner set. All right, and I started dabbling with it because I'd played Magic before, and I knew this, this was true. a similar kind of thing. And so I started playing, and I was like, this is really fun. And I got Barry roped into it. Did you? Okay, it's not that hard. Okay? It wasn't that hard, because Raw was crazy into it. All of our buddies were playing it. Well, let me just set the mood. Here's what Barry and I did. (laughs) (laughs) And that dude Tracy shot the Batcave. We sat sat in my apartment... (laughs) We threw in a Pokemon VHS video cassette. <laughs> uh, set, up, set up the table with a laminated uh, play field. Wow. All of our cards and co-cards. Poured ourselves a couple of, of um, Midori Sours and played Pokemon during card game for hours on end. Seriously? He's telling me he doesn't get it. He fucking got it. I no, I didn't get it. I'll tell you what I didn't get. I didn't get the fascination with it. I got the fascination with a with a trading card game. Yes. A game that I could beat your ass at. Which I still love more than anything. The trading card game, I'll give you this. The trading card game is pretty solid. Yep. The CCG is a solid is a solid game. Yep. And I wish they'd come out with another digital version of that because we used to it's, play that all the time it's, too. It really it's good. a little retarded, but it's solid. Yep. It's got um, a really interesting mechanic. But now I've lost it. I've since lost interest. It was a flash in the pan. All right. Flash in the pan. I always cherish those memories. No, I got a memory. I tried you. it once. It never really spoke to me. I know we're really stretching out this news you don't give a shit about. No, that's all right. You, Get crazy. You, you've hit memory time. Um, <laughs> nostalgia <laughs> mode. Memory I remember time. when I, remember I was a young way. man. We actually entered a Pokemon tournament. Who? You two? Yes. What? Are you serious? Ah, <laughs> uh, we did. I knew this dude in college, Tracy. Uh, he ran a shop called the Bat Cave. Great was, comic was shop. Completely inaccessible uh, comic it shop. It was inaccessible, but that was. I the remember place that I, one. That was upstairs in yeah. that little thing on Flamingo. That was the it place was that I like used to minute. always get my um, spawn figures. And he'd always give you free shit. Mm-hmm. 
probably why he's out of business. We, we, we were, like, bored, and we went and we entered a Pokemon tournament. I mean, there's all these fucking kids and us. Yep. And, like, everyone won something. So it was like the Special Olympics. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Well, I got taken out in the first you. round. I did not last long. I think I lasted I did a not have, Yeah, you, of course you did. Duh. You got deck building skills. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ikens. And that's our, and that's our Pokemon uh, story. Pokemon there. nostalgia. Well, and that's but, our trip down memory lane. And I'm just today, a little folks. more disturbed. So anyway, that's the thing is that that game came out. Silver came out during the height of the craze. It was the it, it most people believe silver and gold were the pinnacle of the of the. It had to be around two thousand two thousand one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It all makes sense now. Ninety nine two thousand fifty seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> Back when I was a young lad. News you don't give a shit about. Fox Home Entertainment just officially announced the April twenty second release of Avatar on DVD and Blu ray. Why don't I give a shit about that? It's they're releasing it on a Thursday. Really? And tell, and? Them, tell them what's up. April 22nd is Earth Day. Cameron will be announcing some sort of environmental campaign with uh. producer John Landro <laughs> at the press conference on March 23rd. Oh, there it is. And the uh, reason you don't give a shit about it, both the DVD and Blu-ray are utterly devoid of features, including really? trailers and animated <laughs> menus, so they can fill the disc with better audiovisual 2D presentation. Okay, A, way to capitalize on Earth Day, you <laughs> douche, by printing things on plastic. I know! And, and, wow, really? That movie, that's what kills me. I was having this, this discussion in a bar, and I was like, you can't come at me with an Enviro message. When your film has put a carbon footprint the size of Christ <laughs> on the fucking surface of the earth, it's ridiculous. Christ, big, big, big guy. He brings the bigness. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking fat Christ when he got old and heavy. Oh, okay. uh, boy, so, yeah, 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 not young Christ. Uh, I'm talking like yeah, Vegas Christ. Yeah. Uh, so, huh? When he, just anyway. So anyway. So yeah. You know what I mean? It's just stupid. And what's even stupider is a lot of those discs are just going to go right into the landfill because they have no features. Why does anyone, anyone, anyone buy DVDs with no features now that you know they're holding back for Christmas? Yep. Yeah. It's like the Lord of the Rings. Well, you know, some people don't care. There were a lot of very disappointed children. The only reason I can think of you want to is because the Rift Track will probably be based off that release. There you go. You'll need it for the Rift Track. Because uh, you know it's going to be a great Rift Track. And people will want to rent it. And a lot of people who just go and rent movies don't care about the extra stuff. I mean, certainly, if I'm renting a, got film, a point I don't there. care about the extras. A lot of people are going to Netflix it. So, of course, Netflix is going to buy all the uh, the un yeah. special yeah, and, features. And Jill and Jack Farmington in Boise, Idaho have still not seen this movie. It's crazy, that's but true. true. That's, and that's true. And they won't care about it. Yeah, well, that's features. how Jill and Jack Farmington save a bu- I, money. You know what? I see people all the time in the store that are just like, let's get a movie to watch for tonight. Oh, uh, what's there? Well, what's cheap? Oh, okay. Here. That's they don't true. Even, they it's never right. even look at the back of the box. So, and, and I see this happen all the time. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, video files like us are, of course, going to look for special features. But we buy it because we want to own it, and we don't just go buy every movie. This releases for the rental crowd. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. It, it truly is, you know, and, and the people that aren't going to care about special Is it going to be in uh, recycled cardboard? I would hope so. If it's going to be Earth Day, yeah. Well, maybe that's part of the announcement. It comes with cool. a little vial of patchouli and a pair of Birkenstocks. Uh, <laughs> and some blue makeup. God. And a dirty hippie delivers it to you. Gross. I haven't seen Birkenstocks since I graduated from college. Ugh. Oh, I have. 
Weekend Geek, let's go to the real stuff. Yes. Well, actually, well, actually, this first one, I wasn't sure exactly where to put it. It could have gone either way. That's okay. what she said. So, uh, oh, Psalm Distilleries, an Indian exporter, manufacturer, and supplier of beer and spirits that presumably doesn't spend too much time worrying about copyright, isn't just known for making genius rum and super master whiskey. They also bottle He-Man in whiskey, gin, and rum form. Dude, why no. is this not in news we don't give a shit about? <laughs> like I said, it, it could go either way. Because Paul lit up. Is it... Before he heard that. Does it have, like, Master's artwork on it? Listen, I, 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 I can't really show you a picture, well, no, but, but there, it, I, saw, I saw what it looks like. Each bottle has He-Man in mid-battle pose on the bottle. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, like Photoshop. Like, okay. on there, yeah. all right? And I'm not. That, there's no information on price because all I could find was the wholesaler sure. website. And again, this is out of India, so you're wholesaling out of India. But yes, it exists. They'll, yeah. If you go through our archives and look through the last podcast, you'll see I made a little fun Photoshop of He-Man holding. Up I a, know that's what makes makes it just so so appropriate. Yeah, you you call yeah, it like that. I, I wish you could. Tell, I wish you could see the the when Todd was announcing that just now because when Todd said whiskey. Barry's eyes went about twice as wide, <laughs> and then as soon as he said "He-Man," Barry's eyes went to about half closed, and Paul's eyes went three <laughs> times as wide. Are we that predictable? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at both of you, and he's like, "Whiskey, oh!" You're and then "He-Man." Barry, Paul's like, "Oh!" You're talking to a guy who just had Moss Man delivered to his front door today. Oh God! And, and what does he smell like? He oh, smells like Paul? pine. Yeah. Yep. Like, He's a heroic spy and warrior. Hit a what? Are they, uh, do they all smell like different things? No. Remember, Stinkor had stink <laughs> on him and Mossman had pine smell. They were strawberry shortcake for boys. Like? He smells like victory. And what does Tila smell like? <laughs> like victory. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like my eight-year-old sheets. That's it. I'm out of here. Crusty with nocturnal emissions. Yeah, at eight. Yeah, at eight. That's no. What you don't know? It never happened yet. Hang on, Barry. Keep that dream alive. There are kids. No, I was one of the kids that never went to bed in that way. Wet the bed in that way. In that way. Oh, okay. And you know what? It's you funny. know why? Because you started masturbating at the right time. <laughs> you must have. I, I guess so. <laughs> it doesn't happen to everybody. Dude. I tell you what. Seriously, I'm. Uh, not everyone spooges in their sleep. I'm not proud, but uh, it happened to me on the boat. Did, did it now? Yeah. It's the first one I'd had in years. <laughs> yeah. But it happened. Something about that rollicking motion. See, but it was only once. It to me. It, it, it was fascinating, all right. I'm like, what the? Oh, boy. Wow. Th- three months on a boat without your wife and having to share the room with a roommate? I can't imagine why that would happen, Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much why it happened. I mean, thought of the words <laughs> no privacy. <laughs> I'd like to say it's because I've had steady sex since puberty, but it's just not so. Don't say steady sex. Well, you know. No, I... No, I never... You just don't have good wiener dreams. I guess so. Moving on. (laughs) Weird dreams, I guess. (laughs) Tamara Morrison, who played Django Fett in Attack of the Clones, has signed on to be Alien Ring Passer Abin Sur in the Green Lantern movie. So Django Fett is in Green Lantern. It's Abin Sur, okay. Hey, you know what? I'm just happy they're doing Abin Sur. I'm happy they're doing it right. You think they're going to paint him all purpley? I would assume so. I hope so. Now, here's the thing about the Green Lantern. I, I, I've seen the Green Lantern origin done twice, because uh, I, I read Emerald Dawn when it came out, and I thought that was a good book. But 
I really wasn't that it, I wasn't that interested. It was pretty simple, you know. Hal Jordan's a test pilot, whatever. He's a kind of a fuck up. Da da da. Crashes, finds Avin Sir, mm-hmm. comes Green Lantern. Yeah, there's well, really not much more there's to not, the... When there's nothing there. Well, the old school stuff used to be very similar. I very really simple. liked the, uh, the, the Green Lantern first flight that just came out um, last year um, on DVD and Blu-ray. That I thought really that good. was really well done. And uh, as far as origin stories go, I thought they actually expanded on it a little bit. It wasn't just he runs into Avin Sir, Avin Sir is dying, passes on the ring... You know, he's the new guardian. They actually brought in the whole Sinestro storyline. Yeah, I'm not aware of the Sinestro storyline. I don't know. No, you gotta no, I'm, see, not, uh, oh, I'm not a DC guy. First you Flight is good. That. You gotta watch First Flight. Rent it. It's it? on Netflix. Yeah, it's great. It, uh, I don't think it's on Instant Cube, but no. it's really good. Todd saw it too, Dude, and, I have that and you movie. liked it as well, right? I can't rent yeah, it. Yeah, I loved Netflix it. Yeah, because uh, my queue is taken up with the uh, girl stuff. Dude, oh, buddy. Do you, you have the L word in your queue? And go uh, to position number one. I'm not one. saying I have the L word in the queue. <laughs> I'm saying someone has a lot of L There it is. I keep telling you, man. You just don't believe me. See, Netflix thinks I'm gay because my girlfriend rents stuff. Yeah, that's Netflix why. Netflix thinks Todd's gay because he likes I think I think Netflix saw your hair. <laughs> well, he's definitely gay. Let's give him some suggestions. And you also like Rent and Glee and all things like that. Rent. You might also like Queer as Folk. <laughs> you might also like Joe Bon Musk. <laughs> Joe Bon Musk! If you like this, you'll love Buddy, Joe Bon Musk. we need to make the movie Joe Bon Musk. <laughs> what? Joe Bon Musk the movie. Can you imagine? No, I can't. No. Yeah, it'd be if awesome. If you like Soupy Sales, Is that going to be like the Ugly Cow the movie? Yeah, it'd be like coupon the movie, exactly. <laughs> you love Charles Nelson Riley, you'll love Paul <laughs> I'm the secret square. Now, on a sad note, Peter Graves died from a heart attack this last uh, week. Mm-hmm. No more watching movies Graves. about gladiators. He'll likely be remembered for his role as Jim Phelps in Mission Impossible, as well as gladiator movie-loving pilot and airplane. He was also featured in many Mystery Science Theater episodes, Beginning of the End, Parts, The Clonus Horror, and Roger Corman's It Conquered the World. And, oh, that's one of the best. That's a good one. And on a lighter note, uh, Corey Haim died. So, <laughs> so who's, dude, so, uh, people were wait, counting the days soon. on that who's, one. Though. Who's buried in Peter's grave? <laughs> oh. Grant. He's right there with Grant too. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Good night, Mister Phelps. <laughs> now he's he will be missed. Corey Haim died, so we'll never have another. We'll never have another license. He wasn't to in drive. that Lost Boys. <laughs> no. or, or wait, wait. We'll, we'll never have Dream a Little Dream Two. It would be relicensed to drive. I think they did Dream a Little Dream Two. <laughs> yeah, I think they did. did they really? I think yes, they did they a sequel. Did. Yeah. Well, so yeah, like so straight to video he's done it like all. That. There was nothing else there for him to do. Else he could do. Well, you know, he didn't get Corey Feldman's wife. This is true. She was pretty cute. And judging by her and how well this... he lived, you could do anything in Hollywood. You can dress up like Michael Jackson and be a complete cokehead retard and still land a hot wife in a decent career. I got yeah. to Hollywood. I'm doing something wrong. No. Web design? Fuck that. What? I'm going to be Look, Hollywood. No. None of us are strung out on coke. None of us are staying Yet. at, at each other's apartments it. rent-free, and we can't afford it. That's why I'm not strung out on coke. Because <laughs> I can't afford it. Otherwise, improv actor. Out. Isn't that like part of the part of the course? What, improv actor? Yeah, you don't really make money. Yeah, that's true. But that's okay. Hence the coke. Maybe, maybe some it. of his former co- co- uh, yeah. co-actors. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. the exception, not the rule. Yeah. You are the exception. You really are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, I thought they are mostly... Paul doesn't take his, his inspiration from... Uh, Benzedrine-filled nights. 
he uh, he actually is actually smart and like comes up with shit. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the performers I've ever been around here and in, in, in film school tend to be more the uh, the weed. Uh, yeah, there were there were a lot of there were a lot of weed smokers, smokers. in the improv crowd, and you know. I'm not blaming the drugs. I just know that improv is hit and miss, and more often it's miss than hit, which is why I'm kind of eh on going to see anything improv. <clears throat> but when Paul would invite me to go to say, hey, dude, come check out the improv show or whatever, but more often than not, I would say no because his fellow actors were shite. Oh, but, get out of here. Um, <laughs> Stop talking shit. Mattingly was always funny as fuck. So if it was a show with just <laughs> Mattingly, like a one-man Christmas carol versus the Martians... <laughs> But you got to do I it totally like Patrick Stewart. Well, no, like no, no. him, him or any of the yums, if they were if they were in the show, I would definitely go. There were there were a look, few key people. I, would I will agree see. with you on the hit or miss thing, but you know, comedy is to comedy's taste, right? And some people are good at it. Some people still Just need to work at are. it. But <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. But you know what they do? They hide behind it. They say, you know what? It's hit or miss. But why is it every time I see you, it's miss? <laughs> there are no, some. There were some. Um, okay, perfect example. Is a, is a cruel, cruel mistress. Don't uh, even, don't be talking shit out of school. Perfect example. <laughs> no. Um, whose line is it anyway? Oh, okay. They never show you the bad shit. Yeah, that's All true. Right. It's yes. TV. I'm not talking out of school about. Oh people God. I what is yeah. what is her name that was on the uh, the American version? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because Ryan Stiles was always like. The only one that was consistently funny, but uh, the the girl that used to be on the Drew Carey show, yeah, and the I, lady, yeah, she's not. I, I saw okay, I saw Drew Carey and the Improv All Stars in person last year. Okay. I saw him this Drew year. Drew Carey was I saw fun. him a couple weeks ago. Drew Carey was funny. Yeah, Ryan Styles was funny. There were two other guys in the show out of the like six actors that were funny. This. That the uh, I can't think what her name is. Uh, Mimi. If you Kathy know, something. Mimi, yeah. Something. Anyway, okay. Yeah. She was consistently bad. She would ruin sketches, like sketches that were like you're like, oh, dude, this is so good. And then she'd come in, and you're like, snore. Yeah. Exactly. Improv is a cruel. I actually mistress. did fall asleep it a couple a of mistress. times. And I really know is. that it is hard as hell. It, it can be. Takes a smart, sharp person to do it. It and takes a so lot many of people. And, and more like than that, it's fun do. Yeah, and a certain energy on stage too. If you don't have that specific energy, you can also. And I'm the first to admit, I I would not be able to do it. I, you know, I I watch Paul do it, and I'm like, man, he's, I he's to, he's I a good guy classes, for being able to do that because I could not, I could not do it. City. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I used to take started, classes in the second city. He started with me back in the day. I know where my limit is. Because I'll be like, I would stop and go, okay, you know what? I don't know what to do here. I'm, I boxed myself into a corner with my shit. But there were some times in the beginner classes where I'd be on stage with someone and. I would know that they consistently suck the ass, and I'd just be, <laughs> well, that's oh, part blah, of it. Blah blah blah, you know. This, See, that's this, part this. of it and too, they though. Would just say something completely lame. And that's I part of it. Doing this. <laughs> I don't 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 get me started on my on my uh, improv philosophy because we'll go for days. But yeah. and that is part of it. You have to have the attitude that you can play with anyone of any skill level, because ultimately you will be forced and challenged to do that. And you must just accept that people, certain people, have their limitations, and, and everyone has different. Uh, strengths, yeah. and you just got to get to the point where you're comfortable with yourself, and you don't uh, take that other person's uh, limitations or greater uh, skills into account, and make that a factor, really. Exactly. But, uh, but that's exactly. a hard, hard barrier to get over eventually. Um, but you can. But uh, I will say also real quick, just uh, as a general plug, I should be saying this more often. Yeah, every Monday uh, here in Vegas, for those of you listening locally, we have an improv jam going down at the Onyx. It's called The Set, and uh, we do it uh, 
every Monday night we have student troops and uh, teachers performing for an audience of between 60 and 90 uh, people every uh, Monday night. It's really cool. We had some new faces recently. We're starting some new classes again really soon. Well, if you're in Vegas, check that out, and I will definitely link that. When Fantastic. We this on the, uh, we'll, get on some, the we'll get some more info. I know Bristow has a lot of experience with stage acting, and I don't know how. Like, yeah, mine's all script based. Yeah, it's all, it's all scripted. <laughs> yeah. If there's a bad actor, the director will tell him you're bad. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> maybe that's what needs to happen. If somebody's consistently bad with their improv, maybe somebody needs to tell them. Well, there comes a point. There comes a point. <laughs> how bad does it have to get? This is well. This is my philosophy. You can't teach a rock how to swim. That's true. Either you've got it in your brain. A philosophy or is it a fact? No. Either you've got it in your brain how to do improvisation really well, or you can continue to study and learn, and and you can get pretty far aping the actions of a successful improviser. And you'd be surprised how many people can just carry on doing successful moves. Without making that next intuitive leap into full on, there's just a difference. Well, if they got a strong support, you know what? We can we can do this all night. Yeah, let's just, yes, let's just move on. We should move we, on. This to will the be next. continued we, we're on Paul's improv, improv theory. Theory. Yeah. It looks like he's got three pages of stuff, and we're not even. Yeah. Yeah. The first go ahead. Page. Sorry to derail oh, yeah. things sorry, again. Sorry, no, we're half hour in and three pages to go. Old this train of thought got derailed a long time ago. I don't get to do this ever. I'm a web designer now. My career took a fucking left turn. Marvel Studios has yet to announce their final choice for Captain America. They have revealed their choice, though, to play the film's villain. Heat Visions report that Hugo Weaving, Matrix, Lord of the Rings, is final talks to play the villainous Red Skull in the first Avenger, Captain America. Yeah, he was the bad guy in the Matrix. Agent Smith. He was uh, Uh, Elrond in... I go, God. I go quilting and Hugo. You go, you go weaving. I go quilting. Uh, you they're from the Kraft family. Uh, they're heirs to the Kraft fortune. I was gonna say V and V for Vendetta, but you know, you know what? Let v him read it. No one would know because he's masked all the time. And, in case and you it wasn't know, him half the time. In the he comic came in books, halfway through. Red Skull is jo- Johann Schmidt. Appointed by Adolf Hitler as the head of Nazi terrorist activities, with additional large role in external ex- espionage. And sabotage. Huh. You know, I am glad that they chose him, and I am even more glad that they're taking their time to choose Captain America right, because it's going to be difficult to choose the fucking symbol of the nation. That's true. And I want it to be the right person, because if it's the wrong person, I'm going to be disappointed the entire way through. I heard that Josh Hartnett was in talks for that. Tom Hanks. I think that was. I think that's an old rumor. My money's on Paul Giamatti. (laughs) Paul Giamatti. (laughs) He'd be an amazing Captain America. I love Paul Giamatti. Well, why not have Paul Giamatti be Captain? Be Steve Rogers pre Super Soldier Serum? I think Burgess Meredith. Why not? Uh, Captain Meredith. Is he alive? No. No, he's dead. (laughs) Which makes it even better. Come on, Rock. You gotta be the Captain America. I like Mickey Lovejoy. So just serum in my dead body. (laughs) Burgess Meredith is awesome. You know, I was at his house and I met him. Really? Yeah. This house is awesome in Malibu. Did it have secret shit? Secret penguin shit? I don't know. I was there for like an hour. (laughs) Did he? Was he? Did he? Did he? We were taking photos for something. It's a thing. Anyway, it was a thing. Yeah. He, he signed a thing for me with a penguin. He said, nya, nya. "Oh, no!" Nah. Yeah, go, as a he, penguin. He, he, signed, he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, he didn't say he that. He signed it. Nya, nya, I nya. think he did. <laughs> I think he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He signed it. It was cool. I met him. He's just sitting there watching <laughs> TV. He's got his glass of wine. He's like, "Hey, come on, I'll sign a thing." 
He's old as hell. Like, you're so awesome, dude. I'll sign it. That's what the penguin used to say. And then he got into into a fight, and it was weird, because every time he punched something, it went biff, and there was a big thing on the... Suck! When he signed it, did it go, right? (laughs) Yes. Period. Comma. Kick strange person out of my house. <laughs> MTV reporting the world of Barry's favorite person, Joss Whedon's oh space-based series Firefly still manages to live on. But actor-comedian Patton Oswald will add yet another chapter to the Firefly universe with a one-shot comic titled Serenity Float Out. Patton Oswald? Picking is he writing up, it? Yes, he is. Picking up know. where the 2005 film I left do. off. Is Why he a good I'd, writer? Yeah, he's good. Uh, welcome to the what's it called? He did a JL a JLA thing. What's welcome it fucking called? The, welcome to the I have it. It's a, I have a trade. No, look it up real quick. Welcome to the um, Cornish because Nest? I mean I, I love his comedy and I think he's a really it's good about, actor. It's about a guy basically getting to be a PA for the Justice League. Okay. Welcome That's to the working idea. week. Welcome to the working week. There it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. it's pretty good. I like that kind of story. Yeah, that, a, that's, I always like that story like uh, Lower Decks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, uh, Star, Trek, yeah. Star Trek Next Generation. I always like those stories of people on the fringes of the big good. Uh, yeah. Yep. All well, right, well, give it a shot. This comic, Float Out, explores how the end of one character's life spins out into the beginning of a new chapter in the Serenity universe. According to Oswald, post-Serenity, a bunch of Walsh's friends who we haven't seen or met on the show, they're basically buying a new ship and christening it. It's called Float Out When You Christen a Ship. And as they're christening a new ship, they're telling stories about Wash, and we're basically seeing what could be the start of a new adventure. He was the, look, pi- he was the he, pilot. Okay, yeah, that's who I thought. Yes, you'll that's love who it. That's who I thought. That's okay, Wash. Alan, Alan Tudyk. Um, yep. He's an awesome actor, It's too. fantastic. Yeah. He's, fan- he's my favorite character. It was The other two Serenity comics have been great. The, uh, the, the, the miniseries that have come out since, they're really, really good. Uh... What are you doing, you retard? I'm covering up. No, no, right. I, I got you turned down You're now. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I have boy. to get a little refill here. Getting ice. <laughs> he forgets that there's a mute button on these mics. I need ice because I'm the penguin. Where are my frozen henchmen? Uh, but yes, uh, I heard there's actually, he's actually <laughs> contemplating. No, he's, okay. He's actually contemplating a sequel already to Float Out. Which is going to be called Floater Out, in which one of Jane's Jane's turds becomes sentient and takes over Firefly, takes over the ship. When when they're when they're Serenity, when they're doing a release of the solid waste, and then one of them decides, "Hey, I'm not leaving yet. I'm going to take over the ship." Yeah, I got shit out by Jane, the toughest man alive, and I got some of his toughness in my shit genes. Now I'm going to kick some ass. Shit in them genes. Jane drank some kind of. Bad sauce and his shit got sentient. Bad sauce. <laughs> hey, Joss, if you want that one, go for it. No charge. <laughs> <laughs> that give, one's on give, the house. Give credit back to Paul. Credit, yeah. Not credit. to the Ugly Couch Show, to Paul. Just just let, have it say, for Paul, at the beginning of the episode, or comic. And, and, start, uh, and start the episode with a toilet flushing. <laughs> what else we got here? Tformers.com got an early look at Activision's War for Cybertron game. That looks so goddamn looks awesome! so fucking good! <laughs> Oh my god! They were kind enough to write an article about what they saw, and here's basically a summary. The game will be primarily focused on teams of three. It's made for co-op play, but the computer controls two Transformer partners when you don't have the other players. 
There will be campaigns for both Autobots and Decepticons. Each bot has a class, a la Team Fortress, e.g. Optimus a brawler, Ratchet's a medic, Bumblebee is better at long-range fighting. Each Transformer has a replenishable ability and an ability that needs Energon. Energon will be in cube form straight out of G1, and there will be different types. Weapons actually transform themselves as part of the bots, and bots transform themselves into things such as turrets. Is this out of G1? Yeah. And you will fight either... It's pre-Earth. It's all on Cybertron. You will fight either Omega Supreme or Trypticon. Nice. Yeah, will, this game looks great. This game looks awesome. Have I will admit, I, cool look. I have not been able to bring myself to watch the trailer. Not because I don't think it's been a good... With, with you guys' reviews, I'm going to look at it now. But I've had such awful experiences with Transformer games in mm-hmm. the past. Yes. And I, I adored Transformers when I was a kid. I bought every one I could get my hands on. I, you know, and, and somehow I managed to keep all their weapons with them Very? For, for years. But I just... So many bad Transformers video games that when I saw this was coming out, I'm like, I, I can't, I can't break my heart again. I can't <laughs> play another bad Transformers. Could you game. look up real quick the Transformers game that just came out for iPhone? Yeah, they just released. I'll tell you right away, it's bad. It's no, iPhone. it's not. It's not. Really? It plays like it's five dollars. It, it plays like um, Advance Wars. With, That's right. I with, heard it does. Uh, it's like like Autobots a simplified games. Advance Wars. So if you want to that one, yeah, if you want to get that one. Uh, Jeff, that'll break your your pattern already. Yeah, it's get your iPhone good. and then get that. <laughs> yeah, one. I'm gonna spend 450 bucks <laughs> oh, I on you a had crap. An iPhone. No, I have a Palm Pre. Oh, oh, I have a oh, better yes. phone. You That's insulted right. the man. Yeah. Oh, sorry, nothing. I can't find anything. But I'll tell you what, I the can't last Transformers what game with Xbox, I uh, rented it through via uh, GameFly when I had a GameFly account. Yeah, I put it in. I played like a couple levels through, and it was back in the envelope. Oh, yeah. Not one half of an hour. It's boring. Afterward, I it. I, that's I because they're hammering I, I walked out. right down the mailbox and threw it right back in. Yeah, but name a game that's came out just after a movie sequel or any. There's only movie. one. E.T. for the twenty six hundred. No, there's only one. <laughs> there's only one, and it was very special circumstances, and that is Wolverine. That's true. That fucking Wolverine game. Uh, what's it called? What was it called? Wolverine Evolutions? Origins. Was, Origins. Wolverine X-Men Origins. Origins Wolverine. Oh was my the game. god. Okay, that so was other good. than X-Men Origins Wolverine, has there been any game? A movie tie-in There's, that was really good? Yeah. There probably maybe a couple of two, them. But Batman wasn't bad for the Nintendo. And the that's the difference. System. This one isn't yeah. being made for a movie tie-in. This is we want a good Transformers game, so let's actually make a good Transformers How game. Is, no, the Iron Man game sucked. Um, Iron Man game was horrible. God, has there been any? Seriously? None? Well, I mean, we, often, I, we, we, kind of we reviewed the fun. beta of the Iron Man game that's yeah. coming up. Well, we, just, we saw some, some footage. It but it hasn't, re- it hasn't been released yet. So, yeah, I mean, it could go either way on that one. So, uh, you know, we can't really say it's going to be a great game. The footage looks fantastic that we did at Comic-Con. You can see our, um, our clips on either YouTube or our own website on yeah. that one. But, uh, I mean, I thought it looked great. Um, it's got a lot of potential. Again, it was a very early build of the game, so there was... It looked pretty good for an early build, yeah, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It really good for an early build. If and they do it right, it'll be a good game. If, if they keep going with the quality that they showed us at Comic-Con, yeah. it'll be a good game. If you're interested in Comic-Con, by the way, check out our 2010 Comic-Con page on UglyCouchShow.com, where we're going to show you all kind of shit from 2010, including our interview with the uh, PR and marketing director, David Glanzer. Uh, talking about the Comic-Con news. And it's and future. You, you can get all the news about Comic-Con right at that page. That's right. By the way, they started selling... One day, they're going to yeah. sell tomorrow or the next day 
uh, hotel rooms. Mm. Now, what's weird is... Crap, we need to book Sorry, Comic-Con segue. It's going to be a long one, folks. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> long podcast, not this segment. Um, I looked at the, po- at the rooms for Comic-Con, and all the rooms that they have for Comic-Con are lower than what the, what the hotels normally sell them for, which is good. But I found a room nearby that was less than any of those. Okay. So the, the one that, on the island? Yeah, I'm on Coronado. Right across hmm. the island there, yeah. Hmm. It's, it's awesome. And nice. I, don't, I don't know why they can't offer the rooms for a little less. Seriously, they I, I think it's because... Who going to Comic-Con has like $200, $250 to spend a night on a room, really? Seriously. I think it comes down to, for so many years, they charged whatever the people would pay, and it didn't matter what, how much they raised yeah. that room rate, somebody would buy it. And then people like us would, would stay mm-hmm. 15 miles away to get the much cheaper rates. But I know, they know now that we're in a recession. They know that even though they've sold out the facility... They've got to make it, you know, affordable for people that are going to attend. So I think they tried to cap the room rates this year. Well, they just put out a thing. Uh, they had an, the uh, San Diego Union Tribune had another article uh, detailing what the hotels would do. I think it was a follow-up to the last one, and they said that the hotels are getting together to find out what they can do to keep Comic Con there because it's such an important part of their uh, their yeah. revenue. And hopefully they'll lower prices, they'll increase the amount of rooms, because I swear to God that thing's going to be sold out the first day. Well, I mean, more and more people have been staying farther away from the convention center, and obviously they're not going to have empty rooms, but... You know, only, even if they have a couple of empty rooms, they're like, well, yeah. if we lower the rates overall, let's go to full capacity. I've only ever spent over $200 a night in one, one time. That's when I had four people staying in a room with me. And given it was at the U.S. Grant, <laughs> you know, it was freaking sweet. I'll bet. Uh, yeah. I'll stick with my $60, $70 a night. Thank you. Yeah. The Seafi Network <laughs> is looking to order another Battlestar-related project. Details are slim, but Stern of the Sinify Channel said that it would mark a return to the franchise's soap opera roots. Space, sorry, space opera roots. We're looking for other ways to spin off Battlestar beyond Caprica, he said. Ugh, yeah, that world is Caprica's so rich. Canceled. We're sitting down with executive producer Ron Moore and his team. It would not necessarily be a traditional series. That fucking show. What does that mean, not a traditional series? Rumors are scant, but they're looking at actually spinning a new series. Love so, it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Battlestar universe. I really do. And speaking uh, of which... I would like Ron Moore to get a little extra help on the side to bring someone else in because... He doesn't need any help yeah, until no, the no. last fucking season. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> and then he needs to let go like Spielberg and well, say, someone my, else wrap My understanding up. is that Caprica is more David Icke's baby. Well, and Ron Caprica Moore is a, involved, Caprica but not as much as the original project. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even remotely connected to. You sound like you had more news on that. Galactica. No. Okay, it wasn't even remotely connected to Galactica until the, that show became so successful, and it had been in the pipeline towards the end of Galactica's run. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, you know, with a few tweaks, we could make this story about Galactica, and I th- or, or about uh, you know Battlestar." And I think that's a the mistake that they're suffering for they're there are people because there are some neat ideas in caprica yeah but it's not paying off any kind of uh fanboy you hate our guitar don't you, muscles with me it. so i don't like there it. there are, there are people there are what there are people there people, are writers people who for some reason excel at bringing you the first stories the beginning stories the middle stories and then 
They just have a little hard, a little bit Buddy, of a hard that's, time. That's every writer tying it together. That's in the every end. writer, no, it's, it's not. so hard to no. end stuff. There are some writers who cannot begin bring, bring you the beginning. I turn to Encounter at Farpoint, Star Trek: The Next Generation, for an example of writers who can't start Exhibit it out a. right. I think that those guys knew exactly what they were doing. Men in dresses. Because when you're watching, when you're men in dresses. When you're watching Generations, dresses on men and. Data cracks up about that joke that was told at Farpoint Station. That was you seven see, years ago. You it was a lame it joke. Come, I know it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, who are you kidding? Full circle. Wah, wah. Screw you. I thought the men in dresses thing was a hoot and a holler. Wait a minute, Paul. I thought you were all about bringing the jokes back later on. Oh, I think it's great. A callback. Okay. I believe you call. callback. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. How yeah, about no? No, it wasn't a callback. That was just a weird thing. But <laughs> that, was a, that was a necro glark and callback. No, some people have it, some people don't. And Ron Moore, you know, he's really good. Uh, I really enjoyed Battlestar Galactica a lot, uh-huh. more than I should have. And uh, <laughs> the end, no, I, not so much. It's really I hard. Don't, I, I'm not saying that it was a great ending, but I don't know how else it could have ended. And I think part yeah, of it is because uh, you're yeah. so emotionally invested in it up to that point, and you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? That when you're finally presented with the end, the denouement, as it were, that there's really it's gonna be a letdown. No, well, no, 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 it, no, it didn't to have to be. There's Most just of the two res- things. Yeah. Two things, and you know what I'm gonna say. I know exactly. Ready? Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Battlestar Galactica, close your ears. Torgo is taking off his, his headphones what? Seriously? and he's cover oh, his ears. Oh, he doesn't because even know. he's a dipshit and he has not seen Battlestar Galactica. Alright, go ahead, Barry. What are the two things? Spoiler number one. What the hell? With uh, what, what's her name turning in Star? What the hell was Starbuck? Yep, like disappearing. Yeah, and two, w- w- what the hell with them appearing in, on Earth being angels or whatever the fuck they are? Just, yeah, you know. Okay, that's it. We're good. Right, we're good. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Okay, yeah, well, that's, that's just, all I'm going to say. That's just it. That's it, all I'm going to say. Some it, shit about Starbuck. It became a literal Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Which well, but you like, really only had two up. options. They're either going to live or they're going to die. No, and I'm of the opinion that I tried to watch and I tried to force in my theory. My theory is that, oh, you better uh, not listen to this too, Todd. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> really? My the- He's going to edit this later, you my know? Theory, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you, this, no, 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 no. My theory is that... Is that oh, but, fine. Okay, Cover yeah. your ears. Mm. All right. My feeling. Mm-hmm. How you want. My feeling is that Starbuck is the evolution of the Cylon, to the point where a regeneration uh, ship is not necessary. What? She's the evolutionary leap of the Cylon, to the point where consciousness and even physical embodiment are transferred via whatever grand. Uh, cosmic network is necessary. Are you talking about evolving beyond the need for a corporeal form? Indeed. Okay, well, obviously that was hinted at in the series because they were saying this other life form that was influencing everything yeah. along the way. Yeah, she's, she's, she's beyond corporeal. I mean, the, but the, she the, is the very corporeal. line, he's like, it doesn't, it doesn't like way, to be called oh God. God. Yeah. It hates to be called that. Yeah. Okay, you're good, you're good. Deus ex yeah. fucking machina. It is, it is, yeah. But 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 it, I found a little solace trying to wedge Deus that. Ex Machina. Yeah, it's, All right. the ending is whack. Yeah, moving on. Yes. Oh my! Yeah. That, that is a whole section that he can't edit. <laughs> Thanks. Great, lovely. I hope you weren't umming and erring Wait, through all Paul, that. I've got it. <laughs> it's cute. 
Q was running everything on. Uh, yes, that, that's on that, Battlestar. That, that's what happened. In frightening science news, researchers at UC Santa Cruz and Los Alamos National Laboratory have determined that if a giant asteroid is headed toward the Earth, even detonating a small nuclear bomb may not be enough to stop it. Hollywood lies to me again! The reason, if the blast isn't powerful enough, the asteroid's fragment's own gravity could pull all the pieces back together T-1000 style in mere hours. Wait a minute. Well, it's it's not about blowing it up. It's about altering its trajectory so that it would and sail the earth, but, it, but it's, so it's that's saying that it wouldn't be enough if it would still keep going the trajectory and the, the pieces would still fall back together. They're talking but about like they're talking about firing an explosive because Mars. everybody thinks, oh, we just go Mars. blow it up. Where I, supposedly the most acceptable working theory is that they could strap some kind of portable rockets onto it and then use the rockets to alter its trajectory, Let like a solid fuel this. rocket. Why that makes more sense. Does yes. this come up now? Who's studying this, and why are they studying? Well, they've it? been studying is this. this for, is this it? This is it, isn't it? You see Cruz for the last two podcasts. <laughs> it's always been world-ending shit. You're well, trying to make me paranoid. Buddy, God, we've, we've there, got there. less than two years. Get out of here with that. Very <laughs> scientists for like thirty years have been tracking large asteroids that move through our solar system constantly. And I don't know if you caught this, but it is official now. It's not even a matter of debate. A asteroid hitting the Earth is what killed the dinosaurs. Yeah. Why haven't you people told me this before? I'm going to buy a bigger umbrella. It's that one that's that big crater, yeah? They think yeah. the one that's halfway, the, the crater that's halfway under the ocean in part of it? I think or so. One of the, or one of the yeah, Great Lakes like or something? it's like several miles wide yeah. or something like that? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they believe that, I believe that, that they pretty much have conclusive evidence that that is the what... planet killer. Sure. That's that, it. You know what? I'm going to listen to this podcast later this week, and my girlfriend's going to say, oh, no, that's, no. You know, and other people are going to say, no, that they're just talking. No, that's never going to happen. And then... Ten years from now, as I'm scraping, uh, eking out a living, selling, like, seaweed and canned food that I find in the ruins of old Las Vegas, someone's going to come across this podcast and say, hey, you know what the definition yeah. of irony is? Someone's going to come across this podcast after the apocalypse. That's what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. get that internet's this is, back working. Yeah, this is what I don't fucking understand. Who wants to survive Armageddon? Who wants to live after the world goes to total shit? If I can't sit on my fat ass and eat a pre-chewed fucking McDonald's hamburger while watching 800 different channels and jacking my wiener, I don't want to live! I don't want to live, goddammit! Sorry, I do. If I have to sweat, if I have to sweat on a regular basis, if I have to pick through garbage to find food, no way, no effing way. I'm keeping you alive so, after the so in other words, Oh, gross! You're, you're in surviving other words, the with Fallout me. Of the, the 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 world of Fallout does not appeal to you. That's why I haven't played that game. Because I'm like, I'm like. This is how a game would go for me. It's like the door open, the chamber opens after the, the fallout doors open up. And it's like, well, you can go on a quest to find your dad through the wasteland. I'd be like, fuck that, bullet in mouth. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Done. I'm sorry, not happening. Or just close the door back up. If that was an option, if an option was to close the door back up and hang out in the virtual bomb shelter, that'd be a possibility. But what if the bomb shelter was filled with dudes? Whatever! If it's comfortable, if 
If all my requirements are met, if I can sit on my fat ass, eat a pre-chewed McDonald's hamburger, ah. watch 800 channels of television, and jack my wiener, I will do it. <laughs> but it has to be comfortable, it has to be affordable, and I have to... Affordable? Who the fuck are you gonna, who's going to kick you out? The mutants! <laughs> I know Cyclops. Cyclops would never do that. I see a lot of stories being skipped over here. We should keep moving on. (laughs) All right, all right. Who loves Thundercats? I know what this story is. Yeah, so you so you can't answer so you can't answer this. Can you name the guy who composed the show's theme song? No. Yes, you can. (laughs) I can. Internet movie database confirms that the treasure chest of information they found out that James Lipton. Composed the Thundercats song that every kid, 80s kid can from the day. The dude from the acting studio. The guy who asked random questions and inside the actor studio was a composer and composed the Thundercats theme you know and I love. need to start watching that show. <laughs> thunder, 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 thundercats. And so, <laughs> stranded on third earth, <laughs> waiting, biding your time. You find yourself suddenly visited upon by a race of alien cat people. Snarf! And a snarf. Snarf! What then did you do, Mumra? <laughs> well, James, <laughs> I escaped my sarcophagus <laughs> and I took my dog Marmot and we gazed into the pit of ultimate evil <laughs> and there we saw the accursed lion and Panthro and Chitara Sword and of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. I would destroy him and eat his blood and kill them all I don't want to interrupt him he might no. bite me or well, hey there, lion <laughs> And yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is Panthro, gifted thespian. I don't know about that. I just have a good time. <laughs> and clearly the ethnic member of the <laughs> Thundercat. What? That's what right. are you talking about? I'm saying your room in the we cat's lair. We have got to move on. Your room in the cat's lair was very soulful. I see Todd crossing out I'm just blue over here. I, I have never cl- crossed out so much news ever. <laughs> there so, was no news. You know what? I don't have a problem making this no. an extra long one. Vulture Man, Slide. I saw you go another 15 minutes. Where are you, you Vulture got? Man and Slide? You don't scare me. Why wouldn't... Mo- well, As advertised, Namco Bandai brought a prototype of his new Pac-Man Battle Royale to the 2010 Amusement Expo. Hooray! Okay. It's a cross between GameCube's Pac-Man VS and the Xbox Live hit Pac-Man Championship Edition. I like that. Instead of putting certain players in the roles of ghosts, as Pac-Man VS did, however, Battle Royale takes a different approach pits four cannibalistic Pac-Men against each other as they compete to eat the most dots, ghosts, and even each other. Pac-Man ain't supposed to eat Pac-Man. It's coming. What? He's going to get mad as Pac disease. As long as Mario again going, Pac-Man at the power pellet. Oh, no. <laughs> what that the was the worst that? part of that. That was pa- the, the Pac-Man the versus. You verse versus the Pac-Man versus. Oh, it looks so oh, awful. Pac-Man ate but the power pellet. Pac-Man versus. I don't know how I feel about Pac-Man being able to eat other Pac-Man. It's coming to arcades. 
He's already Miss Pac Man. In her vagina hole. (laughs) See? See what I did there? Yes, because we needed clarification. Well, I was just saying, Pacalingus. People don't know. Do they have, like, anatomy? Do they have anatomy? Of course, she's got that little mole. He just flicks at that mole. They had a baby pack in, the, did, in the game. They did. And junior pack. That's true. And waka, super waka, pack. Waka, 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 waka. Are there any other packs? There's Pac-Man Junior. Pac-Man Junior. Pac-Man There's Baby. There's Baby Pack. There's two pack. There's a travel pack. Uh, travel I pack hate the and bold two you. pack. <laughs> travel pack and two pack. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> That's all I have for the geek news. Really? Shit. You caught some shit yes, out. Yes, I did. Bring it back, motherfucker. <laughs> we got the room. We got I time. Real, I real yeah, quick want. Rolling. All right, I'll give, I'll give you. I'll give you one, one give more me, little yeah, piece. Yeah, news. One I want to know what's going on in the world. This is my only outlet to the world. The rest of it's all D and D podcasts and and midget porn. Elysianced <laughs> am, amphipod, a shrimp-like creature of the family Lysianidae. <laughs> I was found alive by NASA 200 meters below the surface of Antarctica. Okay. Along with what appeared to be a tentacle of a foot-long jellyfish, the Associated Press reports. Did they get lost down there like the Incredible Journey? These were living in extremely cold (laughs) environments. They're nothing new, but for the amphipod or any other multicellular organism found alive and swimming in such hostile climate means biologists have to revise their theories of livability and perhaps ups the odds of life on other planets. Awesome. Including Saturn's moon. You weren't going to report that to me, you bastard. That's awesome news. Of course it's awesome news. That's great news. Shit's got to go. Yay. Uh. Hooray, yeah. It's great news. Why is it great news that viruses can live in volcanoes, No, I'm sorry. It's good news because there's there's more of a chance of life in other planets. But you know what that life is? Vicious viruses. Man-killing viruses. They're saying that it's not unusual that viruses and bacteria can survive, but these are actual multi-celled shrimp. Yeah. Okay. And a jellyfish. So the I'm saying, why were those two together? That is what raises suspicion in my mind. Plotting against mankind. There's some, see, that's what I'm saying. There's something going on because the jellyfish and the and the the shrimp are natural enemies in the wild. I have a theory. Oh boy, here we go. And I, I think you're gonna like this. And this is this is gonna be good. It, it may not benefit mankind so much as it will benefit our sense of entertainment. All right. Which is so important. Which is so easy to do. Understand, I am so disheartened after many, many, many years and decades of playing role-playing games. I am so disheartened that I cannot walk outside my house, maybe just a little bit outside the city limits, and begin to hunt creatures. (laughs) A little little more difficult, a little more difficult as as far, you know, every every ten miles I go. Um... Progressing from bunnies and, and, and caterpillars and shit Rats. to demons of the underworld. Yeah. Now, um, given that there is more life on other planets and, you know, like, like shrimp jellyfish mixtures, one day we will live under the ocean or we will live on aquatic worlds or other worlds. Yes. And I will be bored to tears because you can hit a button and kill everything. No. For beneath the surface lies the future. Exactly. It won't be like Sequest DSB, and I won't be some douchebag kid who kills himself. However, that's right, I said it. I said it. Fuck him. I want to be able to walk 20 meters outside my home and gain experience. And loot bodies. I just want to be friends, Lucas. And I just want to be friends. I don't like you that way. And you're blurb. 
<laughs> and my vision is now ruined. Gear, <laughs> gear, Blair. You, you ruined my vision of the future. <laughs> well, before we go on Keep to the big list. out of Yeah. Me. I was going to say, where's that big list? I do, do want to point out that we are putting together a online geek events calendar. Yeah, the yes. events calendar. For the city of Las Vegas and then moving out even further into the general national skew. It's about time someone had a good geek events calendar because I'm a geek. I don't know if you're aware. Uh, this show what? Is yeah, I know. Wow. What? Um, and I like travel. Not that I can afford it. And uh, when I travel, I like to see what's going on with other geeks. When I so, travel, I like to try. I, uh, yeah, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where they go. I got the look from Barry, and I'm like, I'm just going to yeah. let this one go. <laughs> when I travel. But it's going to essentially be your one-stop shop to find out local conventions, artist signings, anything that might interest the geek land. So if you got something you think should be on the geek community calendar, write to us. Comments at OlyCouchShow.com. We'll certainly add that to it. Yes, because we are not not omnipresent. So we are uh, not able to be everywhere. And we may miss some things. So please. And we're we're not doing this pay-for-play. If you have an event, just let us know, and we want to uh, help drive track to your event. And if you got a plane ticket and a press pass for Barry, Rob, please let me know. I'll be at your event and I'll Especially eat your pizza your and drink your wieners. And because we probably won't have it completely done by this time, just want to throw out there that Xanadu Las Vegas Sci-Fi Weekend is coming March 28th, 29th, Suncoast Hotel and Casino. Tell me about that. Suncoast this time. It's, uh, it's sci-fi a, writers. Sci-Fi writers and a fetish. Uh, so what a mix. I know. It's, it's such an uh, interesting mix. combination. I think the, the alien warrior comedian might be there. Yes, he is. Didn't it used it's to be exclusive. at the Plaza Hotel nice. downtown? Yeah, so they're, they're expanding. So they're, yeah. they moved up in the yeah, world. They are. The That's Sun good. Yeah. So again, March 28th, 29th, Suncoast Hotel, Las Vegas, Xanadu, we'll Las go. Vegas, Sci-Fi Weekend. I never like conventions at the Union so Plaza. Weird. The place no. is so dirty. The last, play, the last convention I went to at the Plaza, I, I thought, well, they spent all this money doing all these renovations. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, walking through the casino, things look nice. And then you go up to the second floor where the convention center is. And it's like night and day. Yeah. It's like it's daytime downstairs. <laughs> you go up the second floor, and it's night. Everything was dirty, falling <laughs> like, apart. I'm not kidding you. There was duct tape holding <laughs> things up on the wall. A bog of like, eternal stench. Like, awesome. Like, like trim along the the wall was being held up with duct tape. Wow. And uh, That's when I walked into the restroom, you remember the restroom up there had fixtures from the 40s. Oh, Barry's hey, it's ha- classic. And it's remember only the, been open since the video the 60s. Game, uh, convention? Barry's had some trim held together by duct tape. Yeah. Hey, uh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. Unfortunately, it's true. Um, <laughs> I, I do remember. That was the last time they had the classic video game convention was back in 08. 09 got canceled, and I haven't heard any word on uh, 010. The best thing I think about actually that? maybe even 09 the got canceled. The best thing about that. Oh, yeah. You remember, it was the trading room after it. Everyone had all the games they wanted to trade in, like, brown bags, and everyone's yelling at each other. It was like this. It was like that was uh, a great time. Oh, it, it was like Wall Street. Yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> That's where I got to. Hi, uh, hi, I heard Eight uh, Bit Weapon <laughs> and Eight uh, Bit Weapon and uh, Compute Her. Compute Her is working yeah. on a new album uh, very soon this year, and once that comes out, we will definitely put a link up. I love Eight Bit music, dude. I'm telling you right now, yeah. love it. Compute Her. Fuck you, music style. Compute I her is really, really music. good. <laughs> Listen, compute her is really, really good. The best of the best, though, is um, fuck. Why well, can't I remember his name now? Damn it! Oh, it's gone. Brain fart. Oh my god, I hate that. Trevor. No, 
Mike. No. Jim. No, it'll come to me later. Gerald. Bad. It'll come to me later. I don't have to think about Egbert. it. Nope. What do you got? Big list. Is it big time for the big list. list. This is it's the big list. It's time for the big list, everybody. We need to come up with our own theme for the big list. Bit shifter. That's it. This man Bit doesn't listen to our own show. Listen to the goddamn show. I listen to it. I just I, listen to the show. Yeah, bit shifter. We've had, we've had a theme for the last Dude, I know about some three or four podcasts. we got to put bit shifter up on the website. Well, okay. Let's bit do shifter. it. Yeah, You're a bit you shifter. Just cut it out. Listen to me. Whoa. Put some trim on that du- duct tape on the trim. <laughs> duct tape on that trim. There you go. Put some trim on that duct tape. Put some trim on that trim. That's called the that's called the the ghetto Brazilian. <laughs> what? what? Duct tape on trim. Are we doing the big list? <laughs> Give me a list. Give me a list um, of something I can agree or disagree with, please. There we go. Here we go. It this would have been is... fine if he hadn't done the visual. <laughs> <laughs> now you're all aware that Dante Inferno has been out for a little while. Uh-huh. Yes. Played through it is a fun game. I really enjoyed Mar- it. Yeah, the best thing it, about it, it looks Mar- good too. It looked really nice. It was a fine God of War clone. I so tasty, tasty. I, I didn't really care for it. I, play the demo. I didn't. Well, play you can't it. get it from the yeah, demo. I'll the tell you the that demo right does not do it justice. No, and well, not at all. Really I did the demo, and I didn't like the then demo. Memo to EA: Stop releasing demos that make me hate your product. <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> Gunk. But you know, there's nine levels of Dante's Hell, but. There's also levels of hell here on Earth, and so here they are, the nine real-life levels of hell. This is given to us by HolyTaco.com. <laughs> Holy Taco! So, Holy Taco, Holy Batman! Taco. Now, if you're, if you're familiar with the levels... I had a taco tonight. They are, these are comparative... Level uh, one is, is bad, but not as bad as level nine. So. I'm just yeah. going to take this moment to say I am a fan of tacos, and if I could... And if tacos would like to sponsor this podcast, they're more than welcome. Do we... Do we, Todd, have the uh, the Dante's allegory, the actual the actual description of what the actual levels of hell are, as oh, compared I, to what the who cares? Yeah, and the, and the, trust me. When you, when you get into you this, you're gonna realize you won't you won't okay. care. Okay. All right. I was, I was wondering if there were any parallels drawn. Real hell. Drum roll. All right. Level one: the Jiffy Lube waiting room. Oh God! Oh, yes. yes. Magazines from 2002. Half the pages torn out. Television semi always on. Terrible reception. Stuck on Spanish soap operas. Coffee's cold, donut box empty, candy machine half filled with Mike and Ikes, oh. and half filled with deg bugs who ate the rest of the Mike and Ikes. Oh my god, that's so They forgot right. to put the stinky person that has to sit in the, the chair right next person. to you. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Every time I've had to go get my oil changed. That's why I stopped going to Jiffy Lube. For me, it's always someone that's talking very loudly on the phone in Spanish. Well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. That bugs the hell out of me. However, however, one time at a Jiffy Lube... <laughs> You got Jiffy Lubed? <laughs> Did you get some duct tape on that trim? No. <laughs> I bought a copy of Spider-Man 3 recorded on a camera. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care if I paid a few bucks for it. I still got ripped off because that movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's my life, folks. <laughs> How you doing? FML. <laughs> Moving on. Level two. <laughs> Open mic night at a coffee shop. Oh, oh God. God. I've been to so many of those. There's about nine. I never liked any of them. There's nine people in the audience, yet somehow the person you came to see is 64th on the list to go up. Mm-hmm. And after sitting through 11 different performances of John Lennon's Imagine, all of which prefaced with a five-minute talk about when they came across some homeless person, dog child, that looked disenchanted, the person you came to see comes up, then they play an original song they wrote, with lyrics which read like the opening credits of Full House. Folks, I realize poetry is subjective and, you know, relative to the person who wrote it, but still, why do you read your poetry at open mic night? 
Ugh. You know, I used to save go to it those for things. your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Jeff's absolutely Ugh. right. I used to go to those things, and the thing I remember the most about them is going outside during the readings. And, yes, thank you. And hanging out with friends of mine. I would like to, if That's I may, deliver now to you a quick piece of a poem that I wrote back in my junior year of high school. Is it a haiku? And I was, crushing, haiku. I was crushing on this girl named Susan. Susan, bright-eyed wonder, it shines so in thy face. Look me not asunder, let me fall not from thy grace. Susan, with thy beauty of unearthly time and place, let me forget my duty, my earthly woes erase. You still remember that. Hell yeah, I remember that. I was trying to practice that over and over again. <laughs> I wanted to recite that to her on a any? veranda. Did I get any? Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I know you didn't. I know first of all, fact, listen to the poem. Second of all, no. No. No, I didn't. I, I didn't really have the guts to actually even try, totally. So so she's out there somewhere? She's out there somewhere. Listen you know to this podcast. You can take, you can, you can take a, a Bible. There. You can take... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you can take solace in the fact that probably she's not listening to this and... Probably she's ugly. And loving me tonight. Oh my god! I'm curious as to why he chose the lady role. Some... he chose Paul... the five role. Somewhere <laughs> Paul was going with the deeper one, so I just Out played there. along. All right, let's uh, stop this before we have to pay royalties. Yes, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll pay. Level three. A one-year-old's birthday party. Oh God. Like walking into a really bad acid trip. There's colorful shit all over the walls. Everyone's speaking in disturbingly high voices, and time slows to a crawl. Then as you stand there, you have to pretend that you're really excited for the gurgling, (laughs) snotting, special little guy who has no idea why someone's shoving a flaming keg in his face and forcing him to wear a hat. A one-year-old's birthday party is not for a one-year-old. It is for their mother. Well, it's for it's for also it's for like a ton of other kids. I went to my buddy Darren's uh, baby's uh, one-year-old. Maybe it was her t- second. You birthday. went to Darren's one-year-old's party? Not the Darren, you know, Darren, okay. a different Darren. Right. But uh, this is a little baby Ella, and she's say, the cutest. She's thing. the cutest baby in the world. The cutest baby. Darren and Shannon have the cutest fucking baby ever Their babies born. Are cute. They're all like grubs. This one is Paul, actually is it a cute, cute baby. Huh? I know it's a cute baby. No babies are cute. They all look like grubs. Let me tell you this. Darren knows how to throw a two-year-old's fucking birthday party. <laughs> Stripper? No. Tons of fucking uh, cupcakes. Is that from tons that of fucking cupcake place. What's that cupcake place called? Cupcakery. Yes. Yes. Brother and Hal. See, he went to cupcakery for a fucking one-year-old's birthday party? He had... Dude, a one-year-old would be happy with me jingling a set of keys you in front of it. You would have shit yourself. <laughs> hey, it's party fucking hey. This baby... This, <laughs> this, hey, it's party. Jingle up my keys. What we do? Listen, though. This baby got it all, Wee, man. Me, me. This baby got, got mad love shown to it. And uh, the cake that they had made was giant baby blocks. In her name, E L L A, and they were delicious. Face palm. Let me say, this party wasn't for the baby; it was for Paul. It was. It was. There was rock band going on in the corner. Those are not for the children. Those are for yeah. If done right, I can't remember anything. Like if done right, a one-year-old party would not be hellish. In fact, like I say, but uh, if done like they described it there, yeah, nightmare on earth. Can we go to the next one, please? <laughs> please. You can't. You seriously cannot remember anything from you when you were four years old or before, unless it was truly, truly goddamn traumatic. You cannot remember. 
I cannot remember. Level four. <laughs> a Denny's restaurant near a high school oh. right after a school play. Ends. Oh, God. God. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Oh, God, Denny's. I have to say oh. I was uh, I was the part, the part causing that hell. Few things are worse than 30 high school drama kids hopped up on post-performance adrenaline, teenage hormones, and moons over my hammy. Can I make a 4.5? In a second. Okay. Most of these loud, obnoxious thespians will start to sporting a thick layer of stage makeup, letting everyone know they were just in the play. And if that wasn't a clear enough signal, they'll be constantly screaming lines from Pygmalion or oh. West Side <laughs> Torgo or whatever <clears throat> shit-ass play they stumble through. I don't do this now. No. This, in high school, yeah, I did the That's shit That's what I was going to say. That was you in high school, Hell though, yeah. right? It was always in high school. And plus, you're eating at Denny's, so your meal's not going to be that great. Yeah, later on in life, you go to, like, bars and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah we, I, I, growing up in Kentucky, we had a post-play celebration at the Cracker Barrel. And the Cracker I Barrel? Love Cracker Barrel. Yeah, I do, too. Kentucky. But check this out. In the play, I was portraying Satan. All right. My bill came to six dollars and sixty six cents. Oh. <laughs> I still had the shit. I still had the demonic eyebrow makeup on. So it I was kind of cool. I've only ever been to one after play thing with you, and uh, really, I was hanging out with Miriam because I didn't hang out with you at the time mm-hmm. too much. And it was you're doing the uh, um, it's a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Oh, okay. We went, we went to uh, this place on Cheyenne with the Steiners. Yeah, yeah, with the Steiners. Steiners Pub. And it's a pub. It's not like a Denny's. Yeah. However, I a four point five to this would be vampire live action role playing people <laughs> going to a Denny's at like two in the morning, taking up the back room and talking all about role playing and vampire shit. Oh, all vamped out at the Denny's. I had to explain to somebody the other day that the the LARPing that goes on in role models. Actually happens in real life. In role, they did in movie, the movie role, role, models. role models. Oh no, 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 no! The LARP it does not happen quite like that, but it happens just enough for me to cringe. Yeah, but they didn't believe me that it was real. I it had was to a little too clean and polished in the yeah. movie. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the, the, but those people exist. Oh yes. Oh, oh yes. yes, they exist. We've watched and documentaries. You know and I hope, it on the I hope they're listening right now. I gotta I tell you, them. the vampire LARP is different than the regular LARP. In that the girls are in a that it sucks and more tragic, huh? It the girls sucks. are a little cuter, right? Yeah. Uh, these it days, sucks. if it were happening, vampires. These days, I don't know if it is. They'd be a little sparklier. It'd be a little more emo. And and it you, sucks, huh? You can, can I get a what? What? You can shut the fuck up. I'm talking here, you bitch, you, you fuck. Uh, and you can actually get laid doing. That. Hey, well, you know what? At least you used to be able to. Now, <laughs> I don't know. you know what I always liked about vampire roll. <laughs> Larping, because it sucked. No, I like the attitude of every of all the players. They would always be positive. <laughs> Next item. Please. Next item. <laughs> Next. My God. <laughs> Moving it's on. A blood joke. Level five. Pirate joke. Kinkos. <laughs> yes. Kinkos. Time. That's all there is to it. No matter <laughs> what you need to get done at Kinkos, if you ask the employee for help. It'll take a simple God. process and explain it to you like he's trying to recount the plot to Mulholland Drive. <laughs> okay, so first... The plot to Mulholland Drive! You go to the color printer... No, wait. First you grab think. the copy key, and then there's this oh. part where you take a jump drive, and, and then after you finally figure out what machine you have to use, it sends it to a printer that apparently doesn't exist, nor has ever. <laughs> Get the guy, I think, sure, he's seen it before. Two things. First, do they have Kinkos anymore, or now yes, they all they're oh, FedEx yeah. Kinkos. Okay. And two, I got no problem with the Kinkos whatsoever, because, man, if 
back when we were, again, going back <laughs> to the last one, when we were LARPing, we needed to print out newsletters. And we needed, we needed a lot of paper for stuff. Uh-huh. There was a Kinko's across from the university. Oh, yes. And I had a long coat with many pockets. <laughs> I can't imagine Barry. Oh, my God. Him. Me and a friend of mine just loaded this shit up. Every pocket, every pant leg, everything. We stole so much shit. It was not even funny. <laughs> we stole so much shit. It was uncanny. It, it was insane. And we would spend a lot of time with that Kinko's anyway, just copying and copying and doing all kinds of stuff. I had no bad experience with the Kinko's whatsoever. I never asked anyone for help. Well, see, that's what helps. That's, 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 the, that's the key. The thing. If you, you can ask, avoid the staff, you're Hell is other people. Good. Yes. Hell is other people. Well, is that true? It is now. I mean, based on the stuff from before, I guess it is kind of other people, really, isn't it? Now I want to pay attention to that. Is hell other people? Is hell other people's reaction to the things you're doing? Well, here's Barry, hell is for children. Shut up. <laughs> shut Shut up. God damn it. Now that song is in my head. You know Good. Now like we can song? move on to the next item. Hope you still like that song. What was my last name? Oh, here we go. Level six. <laughs> here Remember we go. Emergency room at 1 a.m. Oh, I've been there. Yep. You're sitting next to ten people. Broken arm. All of whom look like they've been caught in whatever that monkey outbreak had. <laughs> the whole place smells like someone threw a bucket of bleach on top of a pile of baby shit. <laughs> and then every ten minutes, a nurse comes out and calls the name of somebody you're almost positive sat down five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the guy vomiting next to you has filled up his barf bag, set it between you and he, even though there's no one sitting on the other side of him. Yep. Yeah. I have much. I have a lot of experience with this. I don't know if the audience is aware of what cluster headaches are, but they're like migraine headaches times ten. They're the headaches. They're also called suicide headaches because when you have them, people tend to commit suicide on them. I have them. Lucky me. I haven't had one in a while. Knock on wood. So you know <laughs> that was the sound of Barry's head. head getting smashed. Yeah. Um, I've been to that emergency room for a while, and I've seen that happen. It's the worst place on earth. There's some fucked up people in the emergency room because they realize you don't have to have insurance to go to the emergency room. They're going to treat you no, no matter what. Yeah, that's the law. I'm very thankful that uh, I have not had any major traumas of late. Again, knock yeah, wood. Because uh, if and when I was subjected to emergency room procedures because I'd had such a se- severe trauma or whatever, the same kind of thing would apply as uh, the rules of Armageddon. Yeah, and uh, when terrible. I can no longer have a delicious hamburger while I sit on my fat ass <laughs> jacket. I want to die. Interesting emergency room thing. Uh, the last time I was in an emergency room, which was not for me, it was for someone else, yeah. uh, I met a dude who just liked to go to the emergency room waiting room because they had a really nice TV. Uh, Open on that man. note. On that yeah. note, level seven. <laughs> dinner with two people who want to get divorced. Yeah, I've not bad. been in that situation. Never been in that situation. In that situation I know there. a couple of people who ought to. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both, brother. Have you ever noticed how mashed potatoes can instantly remind you how much you hate your spouse? <laughs> this means something. This means you're a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow every single element of life reminds these people how much they hate each other. Subtle complaints about green beans or the silverware quickly lead to harsh, quippy remarks on sexual performance, followed by a long, uncomfortable silence. If you think you can just leave, forget it. No matter how awkward it gets. 
They will never let you leave. I've never been in that situation. Me neither. Oh, I have. I I've had like, friends who were. I feel like I gotta go and meet some people who hate like each that. other now just mm. to do that. No, it's no fun. No, that's <laughs> no fun. <laughs> Level eight. No. A gas station bathroom when you have to shit. Oh. oh. <laughs> Long yeah, drive. Of course, they're out of the little paper ass gaskets too. Upon entering the eighth level of hell, you're actually in awe. And then the fear sets in. How is their shit smeared on other forms of shit? (laughs) (laughs) Why is there a human leg in the corner? (laughs) You know, I think it's at some point during your 30s, you just just learn. You learn, you know what, if you gotta go, you gotta go. And you learn how to just go. You You learn the hover. The hover. Exactly right, Mr. Gunter. Is that a bucket of custard? Oh, God! Now, when you're finished with shitting, you then realize, a little too late, I might add, that you're now forced to wipe your own asshole with only can be described as mushroom sandpaper. Oh. That papery, smooth... (laughs) Newspaper like, <laughs> yes. oh. you know what? The secret is Porous. you got to take it, ball it up in your hand, rub it a little bit, <laughs> and it'll feel like a Kleenex. Whoa, that sounds like some kind of. <laughs> but it's got sharp. You're points. crushing. You're crushing oh, with paper fiber. I'm just saying it's but, called but, goose flesh. Uh, but uh, Todd, will you please edit that that, that <laughs> no, little chunk no, of sand no, edit there? Nothing. Take it in your hand. No, not edit it out. The, the save toilet it for, paper. Save it to be inserted in inappropriate places later in the future. Because you didn't specify what you were putting in your hands, balling up, rolling around, and making feel like a Kleenex. There is a poem. The toilet paper. Okay, got I, it now. I read no, Uncle I, John's bathroom reader. Who is aware of this? Yes, I know you've oh, heard yes. of it. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Okay, and, and there is a poem that uh, that was written. Uh, a long last time ago, uh, talking about the toilet. Yes. I remember this for some reason because okay. I read a lot of that Uncle John's bathroom reader. Time is right. come. I cannot John's linger. Watch out, bud. Here comes my finger. No, no, no. Did you hear it? Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. I said, Time has come. I cannot linger. Watch out, butt. Here comes my finger. Yeah, there's that one. There's there's the one back in the day when there used to be pay toilets. Yeah. What? You used to have to, here I sit all brokenhearted, paid a dime to shit, and only farted. Oh, it's actually like something from Old English or something. Yeah, uh, I, you notice how I said Old, 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 old yes. English. Um, uh, the tortures of that icy seat could make a Spartan sob. For needs must scrape the goose flesh with a lacerating cob. Oh, <laughs> oh. man, that's see. They just scraped that man. shit with corn cob. When man. I was a kid, yep, when I was a kid, I saw this uh, inscribed on a bathroom wall, and this has been a this has stuck with me forever. And I for a love good time, this. Paul, call Paul Mattingly. For, call for Paul a Mattingly's good time, mom. call Paul Mattingly. No, uh, it said it said, and this this I think is just anyway. Any idiot can piss on the floor. Be a genius. Shit on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> And I just love that. The, I love the sentiment behind that because it's like you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna do something nasty in this bathroom, show me what you got, motherfucker. <laughs> but don't just pee all over everything like an idiot. Shit on the ceiling. Yeah, I think the most inspired thing I've ever read in the bathroom stall is Stacy is a cunt. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, now I know. All right, now we know. 
And knowing is half the battle. Thank you. You're late. Level nine. I might be pregnant, Barry. Don't make fun. The final level. <laughs> the lowest of hell. Okay. Florida. <laughs> Yay! Florida. It's true. There are four types of people you will encounter in Florida. One, proudly uneducated, toothless rednecks who think they've made it because they've parked their trailer in a place that's warm all the time. <laughs> Two fat jackass Midwestern tourists in cut-off jeans who think spending two weeks of their vacation eating fried shrimp at Orlando Red Lobster qualifies as exotic luxury. <laughs> Three walking, wrinkled corpses who are somehow still given driver's license <laughs> and actually drive cars despite their half-inch cataract and non-existent motor skills. And oh. four, everyone who lives in Miami. If you ever find yourself in the ninth <laughs> level of hell, LKK Florida, you should probably just kill yourself i completely agree and that is the big list and that is the ugly couch show couch cast for this week extra long no that's all for you like me like me extra for free unlike the batman arkham asylum game of the year (laughs) (laughs) so tune in next week we got more weekend geek shit you don't care about and more uh, inane ramblings so until then i'm master torgo I am Dr. Vlar. I'm the famous Paul. And 80s Jeff. Wait! Wait! I totally forgot! I had a thing! I was going to make fun of Torgo for never encountering a dragon while playing dra- Dungeons and Dragons. Well, we'll have to talk about that next week. Oh, I just did. Okay. That's pretty much all I had. All right. Okay, okay there you go. Ooh, Ooh. cliffhanger. <laughs> no, no, that was it. That was all I got. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh, oh. Green Giant.